But when Dr. Mark got a hold of me and said he was in town, I said, I would be honored to have you fill our pulpit this morning and speak the word of God to us on this Pentecost Sunday. And uh, with that being said, can you welcome Dr. Mark from all the way from Uganda and come to the pulpit, Brother Mark? And there you are, Brother Adam. Come on, let's give a better welcome to Dr. Mark than that. Good morning. Good to be back here. God bless you, Pastor Jason and Mama. God bless you. Thank you for the good work. <laughs> um, the good work you're doing here. And thank you, everybody, supporting the leaders to do what we are doing to impact our community to the glory of God. Amen. Uh, my name is Mark Kitende from Uganda. And uh, it was last year, I think, 2020. Yes, yes. Ar around, I think, uh, can't remember the month, but I was here. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm a medical doctor, but also do pastoral work. God called me into the ministry together with my wife, and we passed our communities, and uh, we are seeing God move in that nation. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, I hope we have some pictures. I can sh give you a free trip to Uganda a little bit. Can we have some pictures. Are they available? Okay, let's go to the next slide. So that's my wife, Beatrice. We've been married 18 years now. We have two children. Last time I came with my daughter here, she's turning 17 next month. And uh, that's one of our churches. We planted about 20 churches in our region, and uh, let's see some more pictures quickly, and um, that lady was a witch, she came to the Lord, we are going to burn her articles of witchcraft, a lot of young people are coming to Jesus, this time around, post-COVID, a lot of young people, so we are reaching out in schools and communities everywhere, preaching the gospel and uh, baptizing them in the name of the Lord, quickly. Let's see some more pictures. All those young people, we baptized them, uh, and they came to the Lord. We do children ministry. We minister to kids. We have an orphanage, and we have some schools. Medical work, we run a community medical center, which we are transforming, and uh, we want to turn into a 50-capacity bed-capacity hospital. And uh, that's our plan. That's what we want to come up to. And... Uh, um, we just need about 600,000 U.S. dollars. And, um, and somebody was uh, asking me, how are you going to do it? And I related to them a story or a proverb that the British have. I don't know whether you're Africans or British. They say, how do you eat an elephant? They say, you go piece by piece and you consume it. So... We're going to take it on piece by piece, and we'll have it in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Let's see some more pictures. Um, this young lady came from Ocala last season. Uh, during COVID time, she came, and we were reaching out to people in the communities. Our hospital capacity in the nation, uh, the public hospital, uh, beds about 4,000 only. And uh, with the uh, private, we make up to, like, 8,000, 9,000 bed capacity in the entire nation. And uh, 
uh, with COVID hitting the nation, there was, it was a mess. You had nowhere to take people, to refer people everywhere. It was packed up and filled up. So we just go into homes and treat people in the homes. And that is pushing us to expand our facility so that we can be able to treat uh, people in a good way. Let's see some more pictures. We we'll do some surgeries in our center. And uh, let's see some more. Uh -huh. Dental work. Let's see some more. Deliver babies. So if you want to come to Uganda, you are welcome. Just uh, if you are in medical field, uh, pastoral, teacher, we have room for you and uh, we'll take good care of you. Amen. I have my friend Michael there. has been over to Uganda several times and he's had a good time. And he's eaten some grasshoppers. Last time, uh, last time I was here, we were raising some funds to, to buy an ambulance van that would help us transport patients in and out. And yes, we did acquire it by the grace of God. And uh, that's part of the team that I work with. And uh, they are doing a good work. And all of them serving Jesus. So as they treat people, they also minister to them, pray over them. And we are seeing miracles happen in the name of Jesus. Amen. Pray before you become prey. So <laughs> that was uh, a type of mas masks that they were using some people in the villages that couldn't afford the regular mask, so they would improvise. And, uh, and uh, hallelujah. So if God touches you to come to Uganda, come. God touches you to be a blessing to the work that we are doing. May God use you powerfully in the name of Jesus. Somebody was asking me to pray for them that they get a million dollars so that they can donate 500,000. Uh, so I pray for you too that you get a million dollars this season round in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's a good day and uh, Pentecost Sunday. I believe God is going to touch you. I've been praying for you all week through and I trust God is going to touch your life, heal your body, turn around your seasons to the glory of God. Amen. Uh, our message this morning is titled, Your Change is Coming. Your change is coming. Lift up your hands and declare, my change is coming. You know, when the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, he brought about a whole transformation. He brought revival. These guys were so discouraged. They were so hopeless. They, was, they had almost given up. But when he showed up, he ushered in a new season. Amen? So our change is coming. Do I have somebody hopeful today? That your change is coming. Don't matter what you've been through. God can turn it around to the glory of his name. You know when we come to church, we got to come with some expectation. Amen? Got to come to an ex with some expectation knowing we're going to meet God. When we come into the presence of God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Amen? I say with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. I flip it sometimes the other way around and say with God, impossible is nothing. Hallelujah. Impossible is what? 
nothing with God. All things are possible with him. So when we come to God, we've got to come with some expectation. The Bible says, Hebrews uh, 11, 6, He that comes to God must believe that God is. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. He is your restorer. Is a revival of your heart. God is this morning. And he is the rewarder of them that seek him. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We are living in transitional times. Things around us are changing. And some of the things turning around us are hurting our lives. But God is going to lift up a standard. When the enemy comes in like a storm. When the enemy comes in, you know, to attack your life. The spirit of God is going to lift a standard in the name of Jesus. So... Because of the things that we have been through and the things we are going through. Some of you have lost jobs, uh, increased cost of living, and uh, family issues, things happening around you. Let me tell you, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is going to lift a standard in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen? Our God is a God of change. Our God loves change, even though he never changes. I call him the unchanging changer. He never changes, but he loves change. He will turn your life around in the name of Jesus. That's why you hear him, behold, you hear him say, behold, I do a new thing. Can't you see it? That's why you hear him talk about the new Jerusalem, the new creature. He that is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you are trying to work so hard to catch my accent. And and, uh, you're like, what did you say? Can I slow down? (laughs) Praise the name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. The wind of change is coming your way in the name of Jesus. That's what the Holy Ghost is about. To turn you and transform you from your state of staleness to a new position, to elevate you to a new level. In the name of Jesus, our lives are supposed to be transitional lives, dynamic lives, moving forward, not turning back, not getting still. We are dynamic people. We are progressive people. I'm not talking about the progressive party, but I'm saying we are progressive people who are supposed to advance and move forward. Amen? And whenever you find yourself stuck for a season and for a time, you know something is wrong. You know the enemy has put obstacles in your way. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.18 that the, the path of the just is like a light that shines more and more until that perfect day. Amen. Your light is supposed to shine more and more and more and more from glory to glory, from strength to strength in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Amen. Lift up your hands and declare, I'm moving forward. I'm breaking through. I'm breaking forth. I'm breaking even. 
to move forward into my promises in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to take our text today just from a single verse. God is good. Job chapter number 14. Did I say it right? Job chapter number 14. Catch it. Job chapter number 14. And verse 14. It says, If a man dies, shall he live again? If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change comes. Here, Job is asking a question. He was arguing out his case before his three friends who are condemning him and saying things that were hurting him while he's going through some hardship. He was responding to them. And he asked a question. If a man dies, can he live again? How many of us believe and know that a man can die and live again? Hello? A man can die and live again. Jesus died and rose again. We just celebrated Easter recently. He died and rose again. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's alive and well. Hallelujah. We were talking about the value of dry bones. And singing about the value of dry bones this morning. When the Spirit of God descended in that valley where there was hopelessness, where there was no life, and asked the prophet of God to speak to the four winds, the breath of God came over the dry bones, and they were able to mount up to a great army of God in the name of Jesus. Yes, a man can die, and he can rise and live again. Hallelujah. Our God, our Jesus is the resurrection. Hallelujah. It is possible. And I've seen that in our work, in our ministry, as we've gone along doing things. Hallelujah. I've mostly seen it with little babies. As I treated them, as I handled babies, I've seen them come back to life. Hallelujah. I've seen them come back to life. One of them... uh, we, was, we spent like a whole week doing gospel campaigns with my spiritual father. And uh, I stayed away. I didn't come to, to work at the clinic. And when I go back Saturday morning, I found they had delivered a baby. And it was uh, still birth. And, and they had tried to resuscitate this baby. Nothing came up. And so they put on the side and they were waiting for them. To take the body. So I showed up and they told me about that. I was sad. I was like, man, I came with excitement in my heart. Look what's going on here. Praise the Lord. So I went, I said, bring that baby here. They brought and I looked at it, all blue and what? 
So I said, give me a mask. Uh, I, mean, I mean, an ambo bag. And I went and took an ambo bag. And I began to pump this little thing. Pump. And I was just there, just like, Lord, just praying. Saying, God, what is this? How could this happen here right now? After being serving you for a whole week, wholeheartedly. And I was doing that. And I was doing that. I did it like for 30 minutes. I was just there, you know, just doing it. And then suddenly when I was about to give up, I just got a stethoscope and put it on the heart. Then I had something said, dab. I said, there's life in the thing coming up. Amen. Hallelujah. And I pumped it, pumped it, pumped it, pumped. It took like almost an hour plus, which, you, you know, supposed, you're supposed not to go beyond that, you know. And the baby came up. Long story short, the baby came up. What was quite interesting is that the mother that delivered this baby had visited a family right opposite church. Right opposite church. And so she went to deliver and news had spread around that she delivered a dead baby. Then the story turned and they were like, the baby is now alive. Hallelujah. And they brought the baby home. We were able to, to, to get it up. And then we were able to refer to a neonatal specialized neonatal center. But the baby come out, came out of there and came home in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And several others. Next time I come, I'll tell you more stories of God's power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It is possible. It is possible for a man to die and live again. Amen. Irresponsible. Amen. He says, if a man die, can he live again? We've answered the question. Yes, it is possible. So Job is saying, if it, that is possible, then all the days of my appointed time, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to wait until my change comes. Do I have somebody needing a change in your life? Needing a change in your finances? Needing a change in your spiritual life? You've been stuck up and struggling and, and, and facing heaviness and struggling in your spiritual life. Job says, I'm going to wait till my change comes. Hallelujah. If the dead can rise, I will wait for God to turn around my family life. I will wait for God to open a door for me. I will wait for God to lift me up and open doors for me. I will wait. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. What does that teach us from this scripture? That means there is an appointed time for every miracle. There is an appointed time for every breakthrough. There is an appointed time for you to manifest, for you to break through. There is an appointed time. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. There is a divine timing. 
Even on the day of Pentecost, Jesus told them to go and wait in the upper room. And when the fullness of time had come, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit was poured out upon them. And cloves of tongues of fire descended on everyone because it was divine timing for them to receive the promise of the father in the name of Jesus I came to tell you somebody this is your time I may not be speaking to every part of you but as somebody here your time has come you've been waiting you've been seeking you've been praying you've been calling on God this is your time for healing this is your time for deliverance this is your time Time for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Shout yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. There is an appointed time for everything. Don't give up before your appointed time. Don't give up before your God time. Amen. Ecclesiastes 3 1 says, Under the sun, there's a time and season for everything. Under the sun, there's a time and season for everything. And in verse 11, it says that in his time, he makes everything beautiful. God is going to beautify your life in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I believe that. Hallelujah. There's an appointed time for breakthrough, your breakthrough, for your acceptancy in the name of Jesus. You know, God works in times and seasons. Amen. God works in times and seasons, even though he's not governed by time and season. Where he lives in, in, in eternity, time and season don't work. Time and season don't work in eternity. They sing one song for a thousand years. One day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. The angels sing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah forever. And the angels declare glory and honor and power and dominion and authority be unto our God. Now forever and ever and ever and ever. Things don't end in, the, in, in eternity. Hallelujah. They don't come to an end. As it was in the beginning, it is now. And it is forever. They don't end. So the writer said, under the sun, we are governed by time and season. And when you talk about time and season, that means something has a beginning and something has an ending. When we talk about the reign of time and season. So I'm glad that we are under the sun. We are under this reign. Because if we are in eternity. The ugly things that you are going through. They will be there forever and ever and ever and ever. But we are under the sun. Being governed by time and season. Whatever started has an ending. Whatever started, I don't know what started in your life pre-COVID, post-COVID. I don't know what started in your family. If it's ugly, you don't like it, 
God doesn't like it, it's going to come to an end in the name of Jesus. Say glory. Hallelujah. Somebody came to declare prophetically that this is your time. And it's your time to receive God's healing. To receive God's blessing. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I stand on this platform to declare divine healing for somebody. You've been facing affliction and infirmity in your body. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Be healed right now. In the name name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. It is your time for promotion. It is your time for elevation. It is your time for open doors. In the name of Jesus, God is ushering in a new season in your life, a new season in your career. In the name of Jesus. Somebody ready to receive that? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to try my best not scream in your ears. I'm going to try my best. But uh, man, we speak to people back home who, 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 who go through a lot of things. And voices are speaking to them. Even when they are still seated in church. Voices are speaking to them. And doing, you know, so you got to... Ah, glory to God. Amen. I'm going to try my best, okay? <laughs> glory to Jesus. So, there is divine timing. There is a time, uh, an appointed time for your breakthrough, for your increase, for your season in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, when you look at uh, Zechariah and uh, and uh, the priest and, uh, and, and Elizabeth, they were devout and they served God. Uh, they were righteous. They gave all they had to God. But the Bible says in Luke chapter number 1 and verse 5 that they didn't have a child. They didn't have a son. They didn't have a son. Even though they were serving God, they did whatever they did faithfully. Tell you what, as Zechariah was burning incense, serving before the Lord, the angel of God appeared unto him and said, in verse number 11, uh, 13, and said, your prayers, Zechariah, have been answered. Your wife, Elizabeth, in her old age, she's going to conceive and give birth to a son, and you shall call him John. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. After a long season of waiting, the appointed time came. Somebody you've been waiting for a long time. I came to release your season. I came to declare your time is now. I came to declare your doors are opening now. In the name of Jesus. Do I have somebody who believes the word of God? Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. It is your time. It is my time. In the name of Jesus. And the wind of the Holy Spirit blows. He's blowing and bringing opportunities. Opening doors for you. Blowing and elevating you to a new dimension. In your walk with God. In the name of Jesus. He's taking you to places you've never been before. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Number two thing that we learn from this scripture. Is that there is a wait 
period. There is a wait period. The, the writer in the scripture we've read our text today says, All the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change comes. There is a wait period. There is a wait period. In Acts chapter number 1 and verse 4, Jesus tells the disciples to go and wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. Go and wait for the promise. The Father promised to pour out his spirit without measure unto them. So he said, go and wait. That's the difficult part of it. Most of us don't want to wait. We want it right now. But we got to discipline ourselves to wait for the promise of God. To wait on God. Amen? Amen. So he told them to wait. Habakkuk 2 and verse 2 to 3 says, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so that he that reads it uh, may run with it. Who reads it? For still the vision awaits the, its time. It awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the, he, to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Wait for your dream. Wait for your vision. Wait for the promise. Wait for your season. In the name of Jesus, step put in the church. Serve faithfully. Do the best that you can do right now as you wait God to move on your behalf in the name of Jesus. A lot of people don't want to wait. They keep moving and hopping from church to church, from place to place, looking for miracles, looking for things, looking for breakthrough. You got to stay in one position, one place. Wait on God. He will come through for you. He's not a son of man to lie. Whatever I say he would do in your life, he will do it. Say amen. Say I'm going to wait for God. Come on, say I'm going to wait for God. Hallelujah. You know, back in Africa, church is like a stadium. When somebody has made a touchdown, we all go, yeah. <laughs> church is a place to release our energy. We don't have, we don't have, we don't have football. I know you release your energy. Is it Friday night when you go to football games and, you know. But why, why do you call it football? I thought it's handball. <laughs> and then you call the football soccer. <laughs> foot, 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 foot. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we release our energy in church. Hallelujah. But I've been to places, of course not here, to places and, uh, and uh, when people come to church, it's like, They've given them a, a pass fire at the doors. They go. I'm not talking to you. Just telling your neighbor there. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. There is a wait period. The psalmist says in Psalms 40, I waited for God patiently. 
And he turned his ear and heard my cry. And he lifted me and answered my prayer and lifted me out of the mire pit and set my foot upon a firm ground. I waited for God patiently. Hallelujah. Until he heard my cry. And he took me out of that pit. God is taking somebody out of the pit. Out of the pit where you can't help yourself. Hallelujah. Where you can't help yourself. God is taking you out. God is lifting you out. Don't quit. Don't give up. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't waver in your faith. Stay firm. Stay put. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Quickly, why does God make us wait? Why is there a wait period? Why doesn't he do it right now? Just do it, God. Just do it right now. Why does he make us wait? He makes us to wait because many times he wants to build us up and increase our capacity and our ability to sustain the next level. Hallelujah. He wants to empower us. He wants to build our character so that you can sustain the next level. Some people have rushed and have used shortcuts to go to the next level, but they don't have what it takes to stay at that level. As the saying goes, new levels, new devils. Soon once they go to the next level, the storms begins to rise and hit them down. And, they, and their fall is greater. They go down, you know. But God builds our character, builds us. He works things within us so that we are ready for our miracle. So that when he works in your life, whatever he does is permanent. It's not just a temporary thing. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you. God wants to, but but it must so. He wants to empower you. He wants to equip you. He wants to Build you up so that you can sustain that next level anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. He says in scripture, Psalms 105, Psalms 105 and verse 17. Psalms 105 and verse 17. He says, then he sent someone, someone to Egypt. Ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with fetters and placed his neck in iron collar. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams. Until his appointed time came. Hallelujah. The Lord tested Joseph's character. Then Pharaoh sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened his prison door. Joseph was put in charge of all the king's household. He became ruler over all the king's possessions. He could instruct the king's aides as he pleased and teach the king's advisors. Verse 19 has told us, until his word came to pass, the word of God tested him. Hallelujah. He was carrying God's promises, but he he had to go through God's 
process. During the waiting time, God processes us. He works us a process in us that prepares us for the next level. And some of you lately, you've been going through God's process. You've been going through some buffering. Hallelujah. Somebody been there. Like at the porter's house. Where the porter gets clear and begins to buffer it and beat it up. Hallelujah. Mold it into something. Lay it on the shelves. On fire. Has somebody been in the fire of late? God is taking us through his process. Preparing us for the next level. Don't give up at process level. Don't give up prematurely. You're going to come out better, stronger, more equipped, and more impactful in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a wait period. And during that wait period, God is walking through us, processing us, preparing us for the next level in the name of Jesus. Romans 5.3 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not disappoint us. Because of the love that God has poured in our hearts by his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hope will not disappoint you. Your faith, your hope, your trust, is you're not anchoring on nothing. You're hankering on the hope that is in God, which is undertaken by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. So you will not be disappointed. In our way period, God teaches us endurance. He teaches us faith. It teaches us forgiveness. It teaches us to war. It teaches us to take attention of our souls and focus on him and fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. It teaches us to be grateful. Gratitude. Amen. Hallelujah. I prophetically declare to somebody today, your change is coming. Someone, your change is now. You've been through the process of God. Ever since the year began, God has been buffering you and working out a good work inside of you. Hallelujah. Preparing you for a time as this. I'm here to speak God's word upon you and declare that you are breaking out. You are breaking free. You are advancing and going forth in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive it. Your wilderness is over. In the name of Jesus, God is promoting you. God, Joseph, God is taking you out of the prison to the palace. In the name of Jesus, seasons are changing. Hallelujah. You are turning from grass to grace. In the name of Jesus, you've been tested and tried. Now is the time for you to be glorified. Now is the time for you to manifest in the name of Jesus. What do we do as we wait for God? 
What do we do as we wait for God? What do we do? Number one, we worship. We worship God as we wait for him. We don't complain. We don't grumble. We just worship. We stay faithful, pursuing God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Abraham, Romans 4 and 19, never wavered in faith. He believed that he who that had promised was faithful to fulfill his word. And every day of his life, he kept glorifying God as he was waiting for the promise of God to manifest in his life. Amen. We worship God as we wait for him. Amen. Number two, we war. Hallelujah. We war. First Timothy 1.18. My son Timothy, fight a good warfare in accordance to the prophetic words that were declared upon you when the elders laid their hands on you. Amen. As we wait for God, we war. We war. Hallelujah. The fact that God has said it, it's not just going to happen. Hello? It's not just going to happen. It's going to take you enforcing it. God has given us dominion. He has given us authority. Hallelujah. He's given us power and authority. And so we got to enforce the promises of God. You have authority on your tongue. You have authority. Hallelujah. You can declare things and they will be established for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We got the authority of God on us. So we got to wage a good warfare. Things are not just going to happen just like that. It's going to take you to be committed to prayer and to war and to exert your dominion and your influence and your authority in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, and, and so we war. We, 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 we keep pursuing God as we war with powers, principalities, and things standing in our way. And declare the word of God to come forth in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew 11, 12, that since the times of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. Hello? This, this came up when John the Baptist was in jail. He was incarcerated by Herod. And because of preaching the truth. And while in jail, he expected his cousin Jesus to come take him out of jail. But Jesus never showed up. So he sends his disciples to, 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 to Jesus and say, go ask him. Is he the Messiah we were expecting? Or we should wait for another. But what happened in the Jordan? John, when you were baptizing Jesus, what did you hear? And what did you see? The heavens opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in form of a dove. And the voice of God spoke. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Have you forgotten all that, John, because of unbelief? And so John sends his disciples to Jesus. And so they go to Jesus and they ask him, our our master John has asked us to ask you, send us to ask you, are you the Messiah that was promised? And Jesus responded like this offensively. 
He said, go tell John, the blind eyes are seeing, the lame are walking, the kingdom is being preached. Hallelujah. Go tell him things are happening. Miracles are happening. Go tell him that. And they went and told him. I don't know how he felt. Hallelujah. But they went and took him back the message. And, and, and then Jesus began to backbite John. Talk about John when the disciples left. And he began to say, you know, all born among women, there is no one as great as John the Baptist. There's no one as great as John the Baptist. That's where the scripture came. That from his time, you know, the kingdom suffers violence. In other words, when Jesus said that John is great, he was saying that John is even greater than Herod. He has the authority. He can come out of that jail because he's greater. But John stayed in prison. Hello. He stayed in prison, but he got what it takes to get out of that prison. If he could draw in an entire generation into the wilderness, he had an anointing to draw an entire generation. He got an anointing. He, he also had an anointing to break out of that prison. Amen. But John had never discovered that dimension of him. And so that Jesus presses a landmark and say from his time going forward, kingdom suffers violence. And the violent people are the ones who are going to possess the kingdom. Amen. So don't sit there to wait things to happen for you. They may not happen. The world is unfair. It will not give you what you deserve. It will only give you what you fight for. Hello. Praise the Lord. Amen. So as we wait on God, we war. Hallelujah. My time is up. I just need one more Ugandan minute and then we shall get out of here. (laughs) Hallelujah. We normally have long services. (laughs) And some people walk from far. They don't drive. They walk one hour walking. And then you have church. So we make sure we give them a full dose of church. (laughs) Stand up on your feet. We're going to (laughs) pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. This is your time. This is your season. As the winds of the Holy Spirit blow and move across the nation, across the world, God is going to bring change and transition you into a new dimension in the name of Jesus. If you can just believe his word that this is your time. I know some of us has been heavy. It's been a big struggle. You're fighting so many battles. But God is bringing you into a place of rest in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is orchestrating your breakthrough in this season round. In the name of Jesus, miraculous healings are happening. 
Miraculous healings are happening. Somebody is being healed. Your back pain. God is removing it right now. In the name of Jesus. God is restoring your vision. The Holy Spirit is here moving. The Holy Spirit is moving in our midst. Touching lives. Changing lives. To the glory of God. Somebody God is aligning you. Realigning. Because of the COVID and the things we've been going through. Your assignment was disrupted. And you stood there and you sat there. You were still and you didn't know what to do. But behold now God says. I'm opening the doors for you. And I'm recommissioning you unto your assignment. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is rising. Somebody is rising. To a new grace. To a new dimension. In the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is moving here. Ministry doors are opening for somebody. Ministry doors are opening. God is anointing you with grace. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear you praying. Let me hear you receiving, receiving. Let me hear you talking to God. The Holy Spirit is here. Is here to dwell and abide in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Somebody is receiving refreshment in your spirit. Refreshment, refreshment, refreshment. Behold, heaviness is being lifted. Heaviness is being lifted right now in the name of Jesus. Depression is broken right now. Depression is breaking. Suppression is breaking right now. In the name of Jesus. Rosta brodika tu rosta brayade. Shande gatayade gata. O shade gatayade ka. Rende gete gete de bostaya. O sharidika. Shende gete gete gete. Maragustayade gada. Shayande gayade. The Lord will say to you. That open your eyes and see. The direction of the compass is changing and shifting sharply for some of you. In some key areas of your life, as we enter into the next half of the year, God is ushering you into the new. Don't let the old stop you from entering your new. In the name of Jesus, be open unto my working, save the Lord. Be open unto my instructions unto you. In the name of Jesus, behold, your life was not meant to be stagnant nor complacent. Your life was meant to be like a light that shines brighter and brighter. When you find yourself idle, you, you, you are living in ordinary life. But I've called you for supernatural life. I've called you for extraordinary life. My plans and purposes for you have not wavered. They have not changed because of the changes in the world. They have not changed my plans and purposes for you. Marus Torres Now is the moment. Now is the time for you to be in 
in it all in the name of Jesus. Rostala digada mashoteke. There's no place for in between. You are either in or out. You are either in God or out of God. You are either in God's promises or out of them. Now is the defining moment. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will say to somebody, You are my joy. I see you through the perfection of my son, Jesus. I'm not disappointed in who you were. So let faith and belief in yourself rise in this hour. I'll carry you through like on eagle's wings to take you into your destiny. It is time to go. Cast aside what holds you back. It is time to advance. Turn away from those who are holding you back and keeping you back. If you have to let go of some friends, let them go because I'm taking you to greater heights in the name of Jesus. You were born for such a time as this. For such a season as this. Limandos the Lord says, I've said that your latter times would be greater than your former times. Marus tarade kayade, shande getele lebos tayade, orade katayaba, moras tayade kata. When you believe the news of the enemy, the word of the enemy, you neglect to see the beauty of my power and what it can do in you. You neglect to see the endless possibilities of my workings. You, work, you deny my spirit to work in you. Marusta, you quench my spirit. Marade katorolobostaya. But allow me today what causes your sight to be dim. Ligastolobosta. Allow me to give you a new perspective of things. Ligarostaya le kotoya. Shadega dayadega. Sorode kataya. Shandegayadi. Just lift up those hands. There is your time. I see doors opening before you. I see opportunities and possibilities coming your way. Somebody you've been struggling financially. In this season round, God is opening a door. I see jobs, jobs, jobs coming your way. Marustabra, places you took your resume and you are denied. I see calls coming your way. Somebody's being healed right now in the name of Jesus. Something has been going on in your mind. Lando Stabra, emotional, emotional pain, emotional pain. The wind of God blows over you. The wind of God blows over you, bringing healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus. Somebody has been getting bad dreams at night. The wind of God is blowing and taking away every chaff, taking away every oppression of your life. It is a new season. It is a new day. It is a new time. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for today. 
This is a season for your Holy Spirit to work in our lives. As we celebrate Pentecost, release your fire in our bones. Release your fire in our bones. Breathe on us afresh the breath of life that we may live. The breath of life upon our spirits in the name of Jesus. That we may go forth in your strength to declare your kingdom come to this generation in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for a quickening as you quicken them out of the upper room and they invaded their world and brought in a great harvest. I pray that sons and daughters from this house shall go forth with fire in their bones, declaring the kingdom of God come, confirming your word with signs, wonders, and miracles in the name of Jesus. We call in the harvest. We call in the harvest. We call in the harvest in our communities, in our city, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, move. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Some of us, you can feel the tremble in your heart. You can feel the fire. You can feel the grace on your life. He's moving. He's moving. I don't have time to lay hands, but he's moving. He's moving, touching, transforming, empowering, strengthening, encouraging, lifting, Sheila, Brostar, recommissioning, confirming his word, establishing. Shall somebody receive the Holy Spirit? David, David, David pleaded with the Lord. King David pleaded with the Lord and said, Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take not your Holy Spirit. He had been before Saul and observed and looked at Saul as he was ministering before him and playing the harp before Saul and the spirit of God had been taken away from Saul he looked at this guy rich with all the honors with all the majesty but no spirit of God being oppressed by devils and he was like I don't want to be in that position I don't want to be in that place please God take not your Holy Spirit away from me you can take everything else but not your Holy Spirit receive the Holy Spirit and prophet Joel prophesied that your vats shall be filled and your storehouses shall be filled I'll bring unto you the former rain and the latter rain this, the atom rains and the spring rains Lord let it rain upon us today the rain of your spirit. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain in this house. Let it rain in our homes. Let it rain in our community. Let it rain, oh God. Holy Ghost, rain your spirit. Rain your fire. Shika, rusta, brade, kata. Upon your sons and daughters. Upon your maiden servants. Rain your spirit. We love you, Lord. We praise you, God. 
We exalt your holy name. Let moments of refreshment invade your soul. Sharuga Pazuta. Hallelujah. Just keep those hands lifted up right there where you are. Father, the man of God that has come to this house today, let every word be established in yes and amen in you. Lord, we just linger here in your presence. Lord, let it be sealed. Let this word be sealed in each heart. Listen to me for just a minute. Listen to your pastor for just a minute. If you're visiting with us, thank you for coming. But this is to the congregation of Christian Center Church. Two things. As he was ministering, the Holy Spirit kept bringing John chapter 5 to my heart. And in John chapter 5, it's an interesting story because a man had been laying there for 30-some years in the same condition. And you wonder, and this may be somebody just walked through these doors for the first time today, and I want to tell you, you've been in the same condition for decade after decade after decade, and you wonder what the issue is. It's not Jesus. You sometimes have to, what I hear in my spirit for myself and everybody here, get up, take up your mat, and begin to walk out in faith what God has placed within your heart. And a long time ago, you can tell this has been a long time ago, I used to rock climb. You can tell I don't do that anymore. I'd probably fall right off the side of the cliff. But we had an instrument, that, uh, a tool that we would put in the side of a rock, and you would clench it like this, you would put it in, and it would actually be something that you could tether yourself to. What the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me is he wants you to tether to this word today. The change and breakthrough are coming, and you tether yourself to that. And when you walk out of here and the devil begins to say, no, this isn't your time, God's not going to do it, you stand in faith and war against what the enemy's lies are, and you, you anchor yourself into the Word of God, church, because the wind of God is beginning to blow. It's beginning, the rain is beginning to fall. And some of you, as you leave here today, I want you to understand that some of you have been in the same condition. It is not God's will for you to be broke, sick, and beat up by the devil. But we are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the church of the living God. And we can be filled with his spirit and go into the world and worship and warfare for the promises of God. Amen? Amen. Lift your hands with me today as we go to the Lord and we, I bless you. Father, I bless the congregation at Christian Center Church. Father, may they be blessed going in and bless going out. Father, I pray today that you would overshadow them by your Holy Spirit, that your mighty presence would go with us. As David and my brother just prayed, Lord, may you not take your presence from us ever, but may we follow that presence all the days of our lives. Lord, we humbly submit ourselves to you, and we say today we will take up our mat and we will walk forward with you in faith, believing that every promise is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Bless Christian Center Church today, Father, as they go. Father, bring them back at the appointed time, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Hey, can we show appreciation to Dr. Martin today? today? And listen to me. We don't take up an offering, but the boxes are in the back. Everybody here knows that. But if you would like to sow 
into the building that they're building. We're going to help take a bite this morning, Pastor Pastor Mark. Just a little bite. If you can, is there anything you want to give towards that? Just write it on the memo or put it on the envelope as you drop it off, and we can help our brothers and sisters in Uganda. Love the country. I was there to do a pastor's conference uh, all the way back in 2007. Some of the most precious brothers and sisters in the Lord that you'll ever meet. So bless uh, Brother Mark today and come and say hello. Tell him it was good to have him with us. Amen. Go in the name of the Lord and be blessed.